Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cellular Medicine Podcast. We are so excited to be back again on this incredible platform with Dr. Seeds. This episode is going to give you a little peek under the hood on everything Dr. Seeds does behind the scenes at his incredible SSRP Institute platform. And if you're just hearing about it for the first time, yes, Dr. Pease is an orthopedic surgeon. Yes, Dr. Seeds is a physician, a cellular medicine physician, treating anti-aging, longevity, and all kinds of conditions. But he is also the founder and academic director at the SSRPinstitute.org, which is the number one platform for practitioners learning about cellular medicine, peptides, anything to do with the wellness outcome of patients from the data, scientific data level. That is everything that Dr. Seeds has dedicated his life to. This is a little peek under the hood at some of the things that he does behind the scenes. And one of those things is approve every single topic and discuss, well, everything that he talks about on his conventions, on his medical conferences has been approved by Dr. C. So we have our first event happening outside of the United States. We're so excited to be there. It's going to happen at the Four Seasons Park Lane in London. And as you can see from Dr. Seeds's lovely Zoom background over there, it's 19th through the 20th in London. And we are going to go through all the reasons why Dr. Seeds wanted this topic to be discussed in Europe. So these topics expand the U.S. It goes globally. It hits every single physician, non-physician, health practitioner, biohacker, health enthusiast. If you're struggling with your own anti-aging kind of plan of care, Dr. Seeds has got you covered. And these are those topics that are the most cutting edge and on that cusp. So without further ado, Doc, let's jump right in. This episode is all about the Cellular Medicine World Congress and why these topics have been selected. You ready, Doc? Let's give it a go. (laughs) I like it. So you're going to kick us off, Doc, as we do with your keynote, the revolutionary approach to improving patient outcomes through cellular medicine. Now, Doc, in less than two minutes, why is that such an important kind of thematic setting? Well, I think it's important that we are able to show just not the practitioner and not the expert, but even the novice, the person who wants to know more about their health. I want to be able to show everyone that we can learn together in one place and all feel comfortable in looking at and appreciating and understanding and respecting that the cell is where everything starts and the cell is this entity that is vital to our survival that is adjusted and adapted over millions of years and is stronger, better than it's ever been if we give it the capability to control its fate. And what does that mean? That means I'm going to discuss and kind of go through the aspects of, you know, how all these things kind of come together with diet and exercise and the use of small molecules and peptides and the aspects of sleep and stress and all of these things that kind of come together and culminate in letting us better understand that this cell has the ability to do amazing things 
if we just send it the right signals. And it's all about signals. It's all about how cells communicate to each other and what we do to enable these cells to be working efficiently and at their best. And really that has nothing to do with super activating, you know, a cell and a system. It's all about letting it work in what we call a homeostatic pattern, a homeostasis of where everything is just right. You got not too much of something and not too little of something. It's basically everything is working together like a team to make something happen, right? It's just not one thing that makes something happen. It's a team. It's a team that wins, right? And I'm just going to go through these aspects of why, you know, how it's all about those of what a cell needs, meaning glucose, fatty acids, proteins, seen as amino acids. When you put food in your mouth, well, this is what the cell sees and how is the cell utilizing these substrates and, and how does it use it efficiently and what makes it use those efficiently in producing energy basically for, you know, ATP and NAD that's made in the cell. And how does that assist the genetic program of the cell in making and transcribing these proteins that are important in cell messaging? And then basically that's kind of what it comes down to. It's, hey, let's make sense of this because everybody should be able to understand it. And if we do a good job, like I think we do with all our faculty in bringing the message to everyone so we can have a better conversation because it's always about the conversation and questions that come afterwards that really make it powerful. And I think that's kind of what this first part of uh, this approach to improving patient outcomes is really about informing patients. It's about letting them know what, what they can know, what they can understand. And so I think it's going to be very exciting in bringing about those terms, you know, that everyone should have the ability to understand. And that's talking about, you know, cell senescence and metabolic flexibility of a cell and immune modulation and genetics as far as epigenetics, that big word, right? So it's going to put that all together for everyone in a way that we can start having conversations and communicating, whether you're a doctor or um, mom who's just gotten back from dropping all your kids off at every incredible sporting event you can, and you're, you're ready to learn, you know? And it, it goes without saying, Doc, that you are oftentimes at the end point of someone's horrible and rocky journey health-wise, right? You've seen almost every, oh, I won't even say that. You've seen so many cases where, Doc, I've seen 20 doctors Nobody can tell me what's wrong with me. Nobody can tell me what to do. And it's beautifully simple what you tell them is like when you understand the cell, you start to find a potential solution. And I find that so inspiring for people. So that's that big takeaway. I think it's a lovely way to kick off our Cellular Medicine World Congress. I think, Karen, what you say is so true is that people need to know that, remember, I said, the cell is brilliant. The cell adapts to the environment. The cell is made to make you survive. And sometimes surviving is surviving with cancer. Okay. So it's all about what is that cell's focus? And, and this cell, when it's overwhelmed, what's it going to do? It's going to shut down. It's going to reserve itself. It's going to find a place it can survive. 
And that's where everything happens, right? That's when you get into all these issues of chronicity with diseases and metabolism and, and even cancer. So it's an intricately complex process, but it's a very simple concept if we can explain it correctly. And and then it becomes a beautiful conversation because your patients, they understand that it's the first time they have an understanding of why they got to where they're at. And you've seen how many times you see people like shed a few tears and get a little upset because finally they feel like they've been listened to. They feel like, oh my gosh, I get that. That makes sense to me. This is, hey, maybe this is something we can fix. And, you know, our, our attitude is there absolutely. I mean, it's let's pick it apart and let's take the steps every way we need to in, in educating you as the patient or the physician and myself, right? I never stop learning. I travel all over the world to learn, right? I never stop. And it's the same for your patients. It's the same for everybody. It's all We're all learning together. Love that. That's going to just ring so nicely with a lot of our listeners, I'm sure of it, Doc. You big softy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> just uh, did well, she just call me a softie? I did. Oh, big teddy bear inside and out, Doc. Not but, but Doc, I said big. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's so funny. Uh, we need to share the photo of um, one of your uh, working out photos so we can see just how big that bicep is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our next topic with your friend, Dr. Elizabeth Yurth, the brilliant Dr. Yurth, who's talking about the most effective treatment for neurogenic pain, such a big issue right now. Well, hands down, one of my most brilliant colleagues I ever get to work with, who has changed so many lives and continues to every day, you know, you're going to hear just an incredible discussion about arthritis and really bring about an understanding of what we can do conservatively and how we can stay and avoid the potential of specific procedures that may be pushed your way to push you into a place of where you think that's your only avenue. You know, she just does a wonderful job of bringing about all the things we profess in cell metabolism and how the immune system is intricately integrated into the process of arthritis and osteoporosis and, and giving you real world solutions in moving out of that area. And, and she just has a special way of telling her story and pulling you into her storyline. That's just going to be amazing as, as it always is. And is always like everybody else you're going to see here today, she's always learning. And, you know, that none of us are, we're all humble enough to tell you, we know this much, and we're just learning a little bit more. And it's our job to spread that knowledge and then, and then get the feedback from where we need to go further and, and where we need to look. So every one of these speakers, definitely, including Betsy, I mean, she travels around the world also, you know, to seek out her relationships with people and uh, research groups and so forth. It, it's what brings so much to our SSRP. Our faculty are so multifaceted in their knowledge base um, that I think it's why we lead it in education because we'll be the first to tell you if we don't know, but we're going to find out, right? And 
And so, yeah, Betsy, I'm always excited. And this is just an amazing topic for her. So there you go. As brilliant as she is a physician, she is an incredibly compelling and gifted speaker. And we often say that she is she is the the normal person's translator for all the science speak coming out from Dr. Seeds's brain. So it's going to be a compelling lecture, to say the least. The next topic is going to be a new way to treat cardiovascular disease still remains the number one number one killer in the U.S. Also very, very high in Europe as well. Right, Doc? Yeah, absolutely. And this is, you know, a bit is uh, one of our cardiologists and one of our gifted cardiologists who has just a knack for really understanding the disease processes at a molecular level and just does a great job in, in bringing that to fruition in his discussions and, and the topics of how and how that's integrated today with our approach to cardiovascular disease and improving outcomes, right? Improving outcomes uh, with hypertension, atherosclerosis, uh, congestive heart failure, and you know all the big players that now we have some solutions and some ways to really take all of that to the next level. And, and Abid's just an, an amazing speaker, and you know is actively. Let me say this again. All of my faculty here today are actively practicing and not just running around and talking. And they have very busy practices and can back up everything they're doing. That says a lot right there. That is, I think, a big determinant in when you look at people presenting information. And and we'll be the first to tell you, we're here to collaborate. You may classify us as experts, but we're more collaborators and we're here to share information because we're learning from everybody also because everybody's an expert i mean everybody has information it's just how are you using it and how can we relate that and show you that in real world teaching and what we're doing with our patients and that's what leads us to our next uh doc who i think exemplifies that and that's uh dr wusterhausen chris wusterhausen and, you know, and his aspects of uh, what he's going to follow up with uh, weight loss and bring you real world treatments, a busy guy doing it every day and how he's changed so many lives and what he's learned from it. You know, how many times do you hear that from our docs, what we learn from our patients, oh, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. how he's just another, you know, very gifted speaker who has again, extended cellular medicine knowledge of pathways and mechanisms that he can put that story together, but also make it so nice and understanding for the patient. And that's, you know, he's got that gift of communication. So I jumped ahead and- I like uh, it. I like it. I brought, Do I more. Brought in, I brought in Dr. Wusterhausen and then there's me yeah. again, which you don't need to hear about. Um, Your favorite topic, Doc. You always perk up when you talk about this topic. Well, just talking about ketones. And I just, <laughs> think, I just think ketone esters are the most incredible energy source we have. And I've had the fortune of writing a, a few research papers on ketone esters. I've had great influences and some of the best minds in the world that I've been able to be learning from. So I'm fortunate to be in that space and realize, you know, where ketones started and where they are now and how we utilize them in our practice every day in so many different ways in assisting improvement with metabolic health. And, and so I'm going to try to bring that into play to show that 
just not being in a, a performance enhancing supplement, it's got, I think, way more significant, incredible implications in the medical field and in health. And that's amazing, right? If I can share that knowledge with people and show them a food supplement that could absolutely change their lives. Are you kidding me? I mean, um, and the way you use it too, doc in very serious conditions like heart Parkinson's and Alzheimer's is just truly incredible to see. So I hope that you get to touch upon that too. I'll hit it all. Awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, the next one. Oh, your friend from Portugal, Dr. Jamie Milhero talking about, I, this is again, a topic that you love near and dear to your heart. Hypoxic treatment and recovery in athletes. Yeah. And Jamie's just, uh, he's one of the world's leaders in high performing athletes and improving recovery and in particular hypoxic treatments. And he's written a few excellent papers. And Jamie has been a student of mine for a long, many, many years and, and taking some of our concepts to the next level. I'll never forget years ago talking to him and I said, somebody needs to build a facility that a hypoxic facility that can incorporate training inside that's big enough. And the next thing I know I'm in Portugal, he says, Dr. Seeds, do you want to see my place? We built it. It's the biggest in the world and it's the best. And I'm like, oh my God, you did it. You know, and then he backs it up with the literature, you know, writing the papers and the research teams and and I'm just so proud of him. It's just so amazing to have him speak and represent what we are all about at the SSRP and what we are about in cellular medicine, because he's represented that and taken it to the next level of really enhancing performance with tools that are incredible if you know how to use them. So I'm very excited about that. That one's going to be a great one. And then the next topic is a topic that I'm sure everyone could use a lot more of. And that is improving sleep function with Dr. Newman. Well, this is a great topic that uh, Siobhan is just, um, she has been an incredible member of the SSRP and grown into the faculty position that she well deserves um, with her understanding of the mechanisms and uh, pathways of, of cellular medicine specific to something that's very near and dear to her in understanding the circadian clock, which none of us totally understand, but we continue to learn from and how circadian rhythms play a role in health. And, and she does a wonderful job explaining these aspects of how, you know, the night and day really kind of are very well coordinated into the cell function and, and how that happens. And I'm very, very humbled to have her with us in being able to uh, show off her knowledge. Well, but Doc, our next speaker is someone that has been with you for for such a long time, Dr. Juan Batista, um, talking about the most influential treatments for wound healing. This is going to be a fun one. Well, there, there's no one that can be more engaging than Juan <laughs> and bring you into a topic that you may not even want to learn about because, you know, wound healing is difficult. Wound healing has problems with it. Wound healing is a tough process and, and Juan's going to make it, I think very exciting. Like he has and show you, you know, why the focus on cellular medicine is so important when you're addressing these issues and, on, and using those skills to help people that maybe before they met Juan or met people like Juan, you know, had, didn't have many options. And, and that's what separates Juan from everyone else because he even takes those skills 
outside of the country to donate his time to help people where they're most needed. And that says even more right there for Juan. But he's a very gifted speaker, very proud to have him represent the SSRP and and to, again, actively practicing real aspects of cellular medicine that are making a difference. Mm -hmm. So clinical applications that everyone will see. And that's the most inspiring part of it all. Our next speaker, Dr. Leonard Pastrana, PharmD, is talking about the most influential supplements in power patient outcomes that empower patient outcomes. This is the guy to talk about that. (laughs) Well, it's uh, Leonard has been undergone his own transformation and his own revigoration in this whole world of cellular medicine and actually, you know, has a, a brilliant mind. And again, he has been able to help so many physicians and so many patients with their physicians in taking this information to the level of um, where he's providing some of these newer supplements and combinations of things we're doing to the public so they have access to some things that maybe they wouldn't have had before and showing the combination of how some of these supplements and and other small molecules and peptides have real world applications. And that's where Leonard comes into play with because he works with so many physicians and sees so many outcomes and can really come to the table with a, a great message. And again, that's kind of where what's great about this meeting is you're going to see that it's doctors, it's research pharmacists like Leonard, it's PhD scientists like you're going to see Dr. Goodenow and uh, Dr. Ross in their disciplines that we're all talking. You know, we have physicians talking to researchers, talking to pharmacists, where we're all working together to build this team of education. That's a powerful message right there when you've got all these people talking and we're all trying to push forward our fields. It says a lot. Absolutely. And we end that very, very action-packed day with one of the most popular segments of our entire conference series, and that is the panel Q&A with the SSRP faculty. No question too hard, no question too small. It will get answered, and your toughest questions will have some way to be answered with this incredible panel here. All of the SSRP faculty will be on stage to take on your toughest cues. All right. And then we go into a wonderful reception that we have planned. That's my my time to shine, Doc, is when we get to have some food. Uh, big foodie. Um, yes, and there's going to be some wonderful food planned at the at the Cellular Medicine World Congress, as you should come to expect from the Four Seasons. Moving into Saturday, May 20th, kicking it off right, Doc, with neurodegenerative anxiety and depression. Such a huge issue right now, especially with this Adderall shortage. Doc. Yeah, and I think this is where we're going to make our patients smarter and our docs mm-hmm. smarter and truly, I think, understanding the the biochemical approach to this process and the really the molecular pathways that play such a role in understanding these aspects of the brain. And that's really what it's going to be about. And and again, understanding the need for uh, respecting the immune system, the microbiome and metabolism together and how this comes together to create the environment that we need to control and respect and improve 
for this approach to really not just treating the end results of neurodegenerative disease, anxiety, depression, but maybe getting going way upstream and preventing some of these issues and helping people actually have better control and understand that there are those answers. And, and that will be built upon later also by other speakers um, that'll make even more sense of, you know, combining more of the circadian clock issues into that aspect and combining more understanding of fatty acid metabolism and uh, lipid metabolism and how that plays into it. And, and then, you know, how exosome and stem cell activities play into that and how hormonal uh, manipulation plays into that. And, you know, it just gets better. Absolutely. Then we're going to go right into hormone therapy mastery. Now, this is a topic that has been around for quite some time, especially in Europe, not the way that Dr. Page talks about it. And Dr. Carl Page, MD, has been a long time, not only student of Dr. Seeds, but now faculty of the SSRP as well, right, Doc? Yeah. And I think, again, another gifted speaker, another very, very smart doctor that is a very busy doctor that is going to, again, bring real world knowledge and case uh, report kind of backed information on some of the most important things I think we need to understand and how we do uh, look at manipulating hormones and the strategies that we can use to help with these imbalances. And I, you know, you can never not hear enough about that because it's always changing. It's always improving. And then, especially when you add in, you know, it's just not hormonal, it's cell efficiencies that the hormones are part of. So what else are we doing to work on that process? That's the key to this. Wonderfully put. Um, cracking the GI puzzle, puzzle indeed, with the lovely Cynthia Keller, Dr. Cynthia Keller, who's also faculty. Right, Doc? Yeah. So, you know, we uh, Cynthia is, you know, without a doubt, she is the leading clinical pediatric mind in the world and as far as I'm concerned. And no doubt about it, because it takes forever to get to see her, right? Long way, long way she, she just has a wonderful way of communicating and explaining explaining information that people will retain. And that's what I keep hearing from our docs, you know, when she's teaching at her certification courses and so forth. She has a great way of bringing a message across that people don't forget because she has that communication skill. But, but again, she's a very gifted molecular expert on uh, cell efficiencies and flexibilities that are very necessary in pediatric cases in fixing those cases. And she's actually done that, you know, and she's still doing it. It's so exciting to hear when, you know, with some of the things I, I'm hoping, I know she'll bring up some of these issues in her speech here, but you know, she doesn't stop learning and then applying these aspects to real life scenarios and understanding things where she'll call me up and say, Hey doc, you know, let me tell you something. This is something I think is happening. And this is how things have changed and how I see this is benefiting my patients. And that's, what's great about her. She shares her information and she's all about getting everybody smarter like herself. So we're very lucky, very, very lucky to have her in, in this pediatric realm that I don't think there's anyone that comes close to being able to push a message forward that has such an influence on other people in helping our pediatric population. 
And I didn't realize how prevalent gut issues were in kids. I mean, it's coming from a place where, you know, I'm new to medicine right when I met you, Doc, but it's like, there's so many kids with just messed up guts and they're, they're in a terrible state. Terrible. Absolutely. That, I think that in itself is a game changer in understanding where we are today with treatments and especially uh, with what she's going to add to that process. Our next topic is one that, oh gosh, Dr. C's, I think you mentioned the circadian clock in every single one of your masterminds, and that is uh, the circadian clock's influence on metabolism and disease. Yeah, and this is just a wonderful relationship um, with Vladimir. He's a physician and a PhD running a lab, working in one of the more famous circadian labs in the world and uh, from Switzerland. He is the one of the world leaders in uh, education on the circadian clock and in glucose metabolism, specifically type 2 diabetes. And the papers that they put out have been just incredible. And, and so, again, his uh, communication and messaging is, is where the future is in chronobiology. And uh, just, for, just very fortunate to have that relationship with, um, like we've established, you know, around the world and that he uh, is going to come and speak with us. And so that's, it's awesome. This will be one of our great topics of the day for sure. I love it. And who would want to follow that? Of course, the next person following that, we have to put him up to the test. That's Dr. William Seeds talking about a topic. Gosh, Doc, you treat a lot of patients overseas and I want to say most of them are because it's of long COVID and some kind of autoimmune thing happening. Right, Doc? Yeah. Again, you know, I think it's all because we get down to the detail of realizing that this isn't just one thing. Uh, it's these are definitely epigenetic signatures that have been changed because environmental issues from the the virus itself and and autoimmune issues uh, on top of that, you know, we're going to talk about. But in long covid Again, it comes down to the immune system, metabolism, and the microbiome, and how they all play with each other and how they all disrupt each other. And just understanding simple metabolism. You know, what we spent two days on tryptophan metabolism and the influence of tryptophan and, and where that plays a role here. So it's going to be very exciting, kind of bringing about all of that information. And then, you know, the sharing what we've been able to do for, like you said, for people that have had difficult cases and and haven't given up, right? Nope. And Dr. Steve has not given up on anybody. I like it. The next speaker is going to give us some incredible applications of exosomes and clinical practices that, quite frankly, he can't really talk about here in the United States. But in Europe, he is able to share a lot of that clinical data. Well, he's obviously, you know, Dongan's team and their company has become the world leader absolutely in uh, understanding exosomes and their uh, molecular implications and where we're going with that in the future. And I'm always uh, excited when I get to speak with uh, Duncan and we get to share ideas and talk about molecular pathways and where that is becoming a a bigger part of, of what's happening now in Europe and how they're embracing this in Europe and around the world. So this is exciting actually to have, again, another facet of molecular medicine that's so important for people to understand and 
and know where it's headed and to see the implications as far as uh, working on improving outcomes for patients in different types of disease states and um, so forth. So very exciting. That's going to be a good one. Um, Cracking the infertility code with the wonderful Mark Surrey, who is an OBGYN and MD and a close friend of yours, right, Doc? Yeah, well, it's been a nice, you know, having being able to work with Mark here in, in Beverly Hills has been a pleasure. And, you know, my, Mark's group is uh, one of the leading infertility groups here in the United States. And there's a reason for it, because they're constantly working on improving the environment for infertility. And this is where I think, again, Mark's group separates themselves from everyone else because they've gone to the molecular level in looking for improving the environment for these difficult uh, patients that are have to go to the next step, like in vitro fertilization and looking for improving, you know, stopping or reversing aneuploidy. Um, that is the uh, process of right. Not making the eggs that are viable to reproduce. And so it's been excellent working with their group and coming up with some strategies and, um, some research projects and helping people. So his message is going to be tremendous, I think, with infertility because it's such a big issue and it's becoming a bigger issue now with the issues that we're living with with, uh, today in our environment with how everything seems to be leading towards more issues with infertility. So Mm -hmm. very excited. That's a good one. Um, our next speaker, Dr. Dan Goodnow, cancer, we're, we're talking about it, right? The newest methodologies and studies to cancer care, right, Doc? Well, as I've said, I mean, you know, Dan is just another great member and researcher who's who can walk the talk and has done the over 30 years of research in um uh fatty acid metabolism, plasmologens, and understanding their role in and phospholipids and cancer and actually writing the papers and making the changes and bringing to light again a new facet of molecular aspects of medicine as far as cell membranes and things that people that we as physicians and patients need to understand and have knowledge base of because they're making changes. They're making differences in how we treat patients and, and outcomes and the literature's there, the literature is there and the research is there and we just have to make people more aware of it. So that's very exciting. This is a good one. And then you started off the conference talk. We're talking about how everything starts in a cell and this is a lovely bookend where you talk about how everything ends in the cell. <laughs> and uh, it's just, uh, I, I love this closing keynote when Dr. Seeds talks about like the things that he's most excited about, because that's just a really great kind of uh, just a look into the future of what's to come. And Doc, without giving away too much there, so many things coming down the pipe. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think that's the beautiful part of educating people and having a better knowledge base of the cell and and why we're focused on it, because that opens the door for people to better understand what's coming. And I'm really excited to close this up because I'm going to open that door, I think, for everyone to communicate at a different level, 
where we're going to have an understanding, I think, of where we're all headed. And we'll all be more passionate about where this knowledge is going and what we can do with it. So there are some really exciting things just around the corner. And it the toughest part for all of us is it's all education. It's all pushing ourselves to learn. And none of that is ever easy. But boy, the rewards are tremendous when you do it. And uh, that's what keeps us going. So I'm very excited about bringing that to fruition there at this meeting and just sharing our knowledge base and then hearing what everybody else has to say in their questions and thoughts. And that's where collaboration comes into play. And that's when the real things happen. So very exciting about this whole process and bringing this to Europe and, you know, seeing our people that are our patients, but our, our members of SSRP in Europe, I'm, I'm just excited to get over there. And, and it's about time, right? Yeah, absolutely, Doc. And you, there were several topics on the list of top health concerns in Europe. And even if we were just to narrow that down to just the UK alone, I mean, the list goes on and on. And these were the ones that Dr. Seed selected as one of the best entries into his fields of cellular medicine that he shares with his faculty and the SSRP Institute. And the best way to get a taste of how this is so different from anything else that you've ever done. And just from the outside, looking in from this perspective, a non-practitioner myself, oh my gosh, just the first time you meet Dr. C's, you will be amazed at how empowered you will feel about your own health, about what you can do for yourself. And I hear Dr. C's tell this to his patients all the time, but I'm going to steal it. You will be your own zealot. You will be fighting for yourself and your own health. And gosh, getting out of bed to do that exercise, eating right, because when now we know why it's going to do those things. Oh my goodness, folks. Cellular Medicine World Congress is where it's at. Please join us. This is going to be a wonderful event for you and your future and the future of your family and the future of your loved ones. Just join us live in Four Seasons London Park Lane or virtually, we will be live streaming the entire thing. You can also purchase the recordings after so you can watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it because that's how Dr. Seeds, oh my gosh, we still watch your Mastermind One videos from way back in the day because it, it just lives and it's still relevant. Oh my gosh, okay, I've said enough. <laughs> I still look at it. I still go back over it, right? I think the exciting thing too is, yeah, that everybody will have access here and can be live with us here from the U.S. and around the world. So I love how that virtual audience always comes into play because they always have great questions and it just, the, the whole interaction is just, it's an incredible learning journey for everyone and I love it. It's, it's a different kind of energy. You're not sitting there bored. You're sitting there just, wow, what else What else is coming down the line? And that's what Dr. Seuss is here to, to just give us a taste of. So thank you so much, Dr. Seuss, for taking the time to walk us through your exhaustively prepared agenda here at the Cellular Medicine World Congress. I am so excited to see you in London, Doc. We're going to take so many photos and I'm going to steal you away on so many walking tours. We'll see. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right, everybody. Cheerio.